for the Generals is their brilliant rookie running back, Herschel Walker. He entered this weekend's action, tied for the rushing lead with Kelvin Bryant. In the United States Football League, Walker has gained 713 yards in seven games thus far this year, with an average of over four and a half yards every time he touches the football. At quarterback for the New Jersey Generals, the veteran of the NFL, Bobby Scott, who's been inconsistent this year. He ranks number nine in the USFL among quarterbacks. His completion percentage is good. He's thrown four touchdown passes, but he's been intercepted 12 times, and that will be a factor concern for the Generals tonight. On the other hand, the Chicago Blitz have been an up-and-down team all year. They come into tonight's battle with a record of four wins and three losses. Their quarterback, also an NFL veteran, number 11, Greg Landry. His ranking is number one among all the USFL quarterbacks, completing nearly 60% of his passes. He's thrown nine touchdowns on the season. Greg Landry, a definite plus for the Chicago Blitz. Another definite plus, a man with no pro football experience before this year, rookie Truman Johnson out of Grambling. He ranks number one among all the USFL receivers, averaging over 14 yards a catch, three touchdowns so far this USFL season. Tonight, the New Jersey Generals visit the Chicago Blitz. too much about the weather because we've had such poor weather. 55 degrees, the temperature game time, a little after 8 o'clock central time, a very slight wind, 8 miles per hour of the southeast, and the field is in excellent condition. The crowd, they say they've had at least 35,000 people pass through the turnstiles already. It'll be a good crowd tonight at Soldier Field in Chicago. As the New Jersey Generals come in here, led by Chuck Fairbanks, his team is only two and five, but they have won two of their last three as their offensive line has gelled only to come up with an injury right tackle. Brian Millard is out for the rest of the season with torn ligaments in his knee. On the other side, a very thin, at least the last time I saw George <laughs> Allen, George Allen, he is four and three. Maybe a four and three record makes you thin, but Allen back in football and has his team ready to receive as the Blitz has won the toss of the coin. And so it'll be Dave Jacobs to kick it off for the New Jersey Generals in white with the red trim. And deep will be Lenny Willis. And Lenny Willis is doing an outstanding job at the USFL, returning kickoffs. He is sixth with better than 22 yards per kickoff return. And here is Jacobs kicking off. And that is Willis at the eight-yard line. Across the 20, look out, across the 30, and out to about the 34-yard line. We'll be first and 10 there. Domniz has already given the lineups. Greg Landry, Tim Spencer, Kevin Long, the men to look for in the backfield. Wayman Bugs and Trumaine Johnson, the dangerous wide receiver. Although Johnson has not had a good couple of games. Last week, Paul, he was two catches for nine yards. In the last two games, five catches for 44 yards. And the reason for that, Jim, is that the double coverage on Tremaine Johnson, and we'll be taking a look at that later on in the game. Spencer, the up back, Kevin Long, the fullback. 
That is Bugs in motion. And the ball is handed to Tim Spencer, who gets across the 35-yard line, and that is about all. Eric Johnson, one of those men, to come up and make the tackle, along with Ray Costick. The inside linebacker, number 55. There's Tim Spencer, the man that's not been running that well this year. No, he's not had a He's had one good game that we talked about at the top. And, and this young man, they're really expecting a good game out of him. And they really don't know what the reason is, except that he thought that he would have a longer season to go to the NFL, but he chose the USFL and he came right back to play right after college. Second down, seven from the 36. Again, Bugs in motion. And this time... It is number 48, the fullback, and that's Kevin Long, the former New York Jet, getting into the territory of the New Jersey Generals, where Eric Johnson, the strong safety, made the stop. They Long took some plays from last week, Jim. They were trapped all over the place, Chicago, last week. This time they had the trap play up the middle. Long sees the big hole, and he picks up a first down. I guess if he did it to Chicago last week, Chicago figures they can do it this week. Exactly. 18-yard pickup for Kevin Long, second leading runner for the blitz the ball at the 46 yard line and naturally it's a first down and there's the ball handed to long and long is down very quickly and you can see mike mckibben is the man who got in along with tim woodland the nose tackle number 71 this is excellent defense tim spencer doesn't get his block and watch long go to the outside you're going to see 71 come into the inside that's woodland woodland he gets a little help on the outside from Mike McKibben. Ball put it back at the 49-yard line. Ball at second down and 12 to go. Jermaine Johnson is wide to the left, and Bugs, who's been in motion most of the night, is to the right. And this is Spencer looking to get around the end if he can and puts his head down and gets back to the 49-yard line. And it's going to be third and about 12. Ran right into the good rookie linebacker out of Oklahoma, Mike Weddington, fast improving, improving every week. Jimmy, example of Spencer that time. That was a toss to the outside. That is supposed to be a sweep. But as soon as he knows that the sweep is not there, Long, the fullback, didn't get his block. He has to cut it up quicker. Greg Landry's the number one passer of the USFL, but had a horrendous week in their loss to Michigan last week, and this is a passing situation. Third down and 12. Doug Dennison has come in as a third receiver, number 21. And Landry goes back to throw. Landry has the time and has his man. That looks to be Dennison. At the 41-yard line, at one time, the leading rusher for the Dallas Cowboys. And Eric Johnson, playing in only his second game, makes the stop, but it's shy of the first down. All right, Dennison's going to come out of the backfield, number 21. What happens, Jim, is he doesn't go down far enough to get the first down. He hooks up about five yards short. He's being covered down there by number 24, Terry Daniels. But you've got to get beyond the first down marker. Excuse me, Paul. There is Frank Corral averaging a little bit better than 39 yards. Thomas Lott right there. Another former Oklahoma player standing back on the 10. Line of scrimmage at the 41. Fourth down and five to go. No flags down. Corral angles for the other sideline. And it is out of bounds. And I think it will be inside the 20-yard line. They're walking down past the 15. Up toward the 17, the 18, the 19, just inside the 20, at the 19-yard line. Bobby Scott, Herschel Walker, Maurice Carthen in the backfield. Brodsky and McConaughey, the wide receivers. First down, first snap for the Generals tonight. And guess who gets it? That's Herschel. Herschel gets across the 25 and out to about 
I should say the 20 to about the 23. A pickup of four, second down and six, Stan White, who also had a bad game last week. The veteran of the National Football League made the stop. Take a look at where Junior IU number 77 ends up. He goes way to the inside, waiting for White to close down. And White, he's not going to hold on to Herschel that long, grabbing around the waist. Got to get around the ankles. That was the problem they had last week. The ends were closing too fast, and they were slipping right past them. Second down, six. Herschel Walker again, running room in front of him. He's going to get the first down across the 30-yard line and gang tackled, led by Jim Ponhorn. Walker picks up a first down there. Walker just delays for a second. The outside linebacker, number 56, Ed Smith, what he does is commits himself to the inside. You see him on the ground. He has got to stay outside and contain everything. Did not do that. This is going to cost the Chicago Blitz a timeout, I believe. A man is hurt. Another man came in. Ted Walton starting tonight at the strong side safety because Schwartz is hurt, is limping off. So we have 10.48 to go. First quarter, there's no score. We rejoin the action late in the first quarter with the score tied at zero. The New Jersey Generals have the ball at midfield, second down and ten. Let's see if they can score behind the running of rookie sensation Herschel Walker as the Chicago Blitz and the New Jersey Generals go head-to-head -head here on ESPN Classic. Brodsky goes wide to the right and McConaughey comes wide to the left. Second and long. Scott. That's Walker again. This time they're playing well off him. And he picks up some yardage down to about the 46-yard line. Call it a gain of three. And third down and seven. Lance Shields, the left cornerback, came up to make the stop. Number 22, along with, again, Ed Smith. They're both playing off. And as soon as Walker got that ball, they, they put the afterburners on and went right for him. You know, it's amazing. When you see that play develop, Jim, and looking at it from where we are, you're going to slip that ball out to Herschel Walker, and he's got a couple of blockers. It looks like he can run forever. But the defense, as soon as that ball leaves Scott's hand, their reaction, the natural reaction is back to the ball, and they cut it down for a two-yard game. Third down and long. Eight to go. Brodsky in motion. Scott back to throw. Scott across the middle and has his man, number 86, Tom McConaughey. The wide receiver out of Central Arkansas made the stop and has the first down at the 38-yard line. Don Schwartz made the tackle, a strong safety. Everybody went deep. McConaughey came across in front of all the linebackers, and nobody covered him. Scott found him, just dropped the ball off and picked up the first down. USFL live Monday night on ESPN, and thus far the Generals are hanging in there defensively with Chicago and are taking it to them offensively. Blitz the big heavy favorites. First man through is Cawthorn, Harpin, and he gets little or nothing there. You can see the people getting up. Down at the bottom is that same man again. How many times have we called Ed Smith's name tonight? Or Kit Lathrop? He also got some help with the middle linebacker, Bonhorst. He was there. <laughs> Carlton says, wait a minute, last week I ran pretty well up the middle. There weren't too many people there. All of a sudden, this defense is a little bit different. And we're looking at, talking about Chicago's defense, a 4-3 defense. One of the few in the league. Second down and nine to go. The Federals also play it. And we've got time for maybe another play here in this first quarter. Brodsky, the man in motion. Scott fakes to Walker down the middle. And Brodsky. 
Botsky was not looking. Botsky was straight downfield. All he had to do is look back over his shoulder. Well-thrown football, and it's incomplete. Nine seconds to go in the quarter. Jim, you're absolutely right. Brodsky ran downfield. He's number 80, and Scott saw him wide open, running down through the middle, and he never looked back at the ball. Take a look at Scott. Now, we're looking from the end zone. The fake to Herschel Walker. Now, look at, look at Brodsky. He's all by himself. His head is turned the wrong way. You've got to look back at the ball, son. Third and long. Five defensive backs in there. Scott puts it over the middle. Intended for Herschel Walker. Flagged down. Now they say, well, he may wave off the flag. I'm not sure. If he does not, that's an automatic 15 yards and first down. He threw the flag, and now they are pointing. This is an excellent call. Scott sees Herschel Walker coming out of the backfield. He's being covered by the defensive back, Eddie Brown. And take a look at this. Brown hits him just before the ball gets there. That is pass, pass interference. Good call. Four seconds to go, and I think you saw in your picture Todd Thomas, the new right tackle, simply being run over in his effort to protect the passer. That was Bob Cobb. A first-year man out of Arizona that just flattened it. But it's a first down at the 20-yard line on the interference call. Four seconds to go in this first quarter. And it is the generals who are moving against the defense of the blitz. Mike Freedy is in now as a wide receiver on the right side. Scott puts it out for Freedy across the way. As we said, he had just come into the ball game. And he makes his 11th catch as the quarter has ended with no score but first down New Jersey. Soldier Field, Chicago. I'm Jim Simpson with Paul McGuire. We begin the second quarter. They've got five down linemen. First down inside the three-yard line. And by the way, number 77 was Todd Thomas. He's going to be eligible on the left side to catch a pass. I don't know if they'll throw to him or not. But even though he's got 77 up there, he is now eligible. You would think they'd give it to Herschel Walker for a couple of downs. And they did. And he's got a touchdown easy standing up. No problem. Walker scores his eighth touchdown of the year rushing. And by the way, speaking of Herschel, Paul and I will be picking the men and MVP at the end of the game. And the winning player will receive that $1,000. If he donated to the College University of Choice, here is one prospect right here. Watch Herschel Walker. He just goes to the outside. And again, Ed Smith commits himself to the inside. You see Ed Smith, 56, right there? Once he commits himself to the inside, there's just nobody out there to make the tackle. You know, we've been saying all these good things about Ed Smith, and that time he made one bad play. Cameron never lied. <laughs> Dave Jacobs. He kicked the extra point, and it is no good. It is off to the side. It is six to nothing. The generals back to shoot Chicago in a moment. <laughs> Chicago Blitz kicker Frank Corral missed a 34-yard field goal early in the second quarter, but the Blitz regained possession after forcing a New Jersey punt. With the Generals leading 6-0, we rejoin the action halfway through the second quarter. First down, ball just over the 45, and Landry now throwing on first down, looking to his back, Kevin Long. Long is across the 50-yard line and makes an extra effort. Gets down to the 47, and that's a gain of eight yards with Maurice Clemens holding on to him. It'll be second down and two to go. 
Kevin Long, good receiver. That's his 14th catch of the year. And Landry coming off a bad season uh, game throwing last week has been almost on target with a notable exception of that Tremaine Johnson were through behind him. But some of the men have dropped footballs right to them. Everything else has been there. You're absolutely right. The up man is long again, and he's trying to get that first down. Has to get the ball at least on the 40-yard line and may have done it. By the way, the Blitz, who in the Central Division are one game in the loss column behind Tampa Bay. Chicago being four and three, Tampa Bay six and two, they played over the weekend. This is the last Central Division game, and that's their division Chicago has until the 12th of June. Everything else between now and the 12th of June is out of the division. It is third down on the yard to go. And off, and there's your first down. Looked like Tim Spencer could be long. I think it's 46, but we'll check and see. Nope, it's long. Kevin Long picks up the first down just inside the 43-yard line. Okay, here comes Spencer. He's going to the outside. He's looking for a block to block on a corner, man. He doesn't do anything but long, just a leg drive, and he picks up the first down. Give it to the big man. Spencer must wonder what's going on. He's going off the left tackle, and Long's going off the right guard. <laughs> but I think Long saw there was no hole there and took the easier way through. First down, the last time the Blitz throw the ball very well, only to have a fizzle on a 34-yard missed field goal. Landry. And there's Spencer this time getting down to the 40-yard line. It'll be second down and eight. You can see Tim Woodland. He has been in on a Tom Woodland, rather. He has been in a lot of tackles tonight at that nose tackle position as well you would expect him to. The Blitz are now two for five, as are the generals, in trying to get a first down when they come up to a situation on third. Jim, and that's one of the plays we talked about at the beginning about Spencer running tentatively and not exploding. On that play, he didn't. He just tried to pick his way. Didn't pick up much. Bugs to the right. Jermaine Johnson to the left on second and eight. And Landry back to throw. Landry throws for Jermaine Johnson. He's got it. First down. Tackled by number 29, Mike Williams, a right cornerback. But too late. And that gives Tremaine Johnson the lead. But a flag is down, and if they call it off, well, it's going to be against New Jersey. So that's going to give Tremaine Johnson the lead in the USFL and catching the pass. And they probably will tackle, tack this on after the 15-yard gain from Landry to Tremaine Johnson. It's going to move it way down inside the 15-yard line. And first down, and again, the Blitz are in excellent position. They came away empty moments ago. They're down 6 nothing. that time Landry could have thrown to any number of players they were all open because New Jersey their defense just sagged off and they're giving too much room now it gets tight now they have to play right up on the men Rod Schott the man called or roughing the passer the blitzing linebacker bugs going in motion Landry everybody's on the right side now Landry can't get it away all the receivers they had were from the middle of the field over to the right side there wasn't a person on the near side of the field in the end zone or even upfield. You no, know they call that. What do they call it? A mix flooding up. Flooding the zone. <laughs> Other than a mix up, Jim. Yeah. Flooding the zone. I could see nothing but the white of the generals and a couple of little red receivers running around out there. You have to believe that there was a mistake in the play by one of the receivers running. 
Five-yard loss, second down, make it a seven-yard loss, second down and 17. Less than five minutes to go in this first half. Live from Chicago. Landry looking, going, and has a man, but that's not nearly enough for the first down. And you can see the tight end, Paul Ricker, who missed one in the end zone earlier in this quarter, catching that football. And it'll be third down and still long to go. Frank Corral working out on the sidelines. Paul Ricker, he's going to catch this ball. Landry goes back. Look at the protection he's got. He's got all kinds of time to throw the ball. And then he swats his tight end. He picked up uh, about, uh, they lost seven. He picked up about eight. Lenny Willis has come back into the ball game. Doug Dennison has come back into the ball game. And Spencer has come out. Dennison, remember, has already caught one good ball and narrowly missed catching another coming out of the backfield. Nearly 10. Dennison on the backfield again. Landry looking over the middle and has the touchdown, I believe, to Lenny Willis. It is. Twelve yard scoring strike. Jim, you talk about all day to throw the football. If you look at the defensive line, they're all bunched in the middle of the field. Watch Landry go back, but watch where all the white shirts are. They're all in the middle of the field. He sees Willis coming across. He's wide open. Touchdown. That's Perfect. his fifth catch of the year and his third touchdown of the year. So Willis is a big play man. I start throwing to him just a little bit more. <laughs> Here is Corral in to try to put him ahead. Don't miss the extra point, please. It is 6-all at the moment. And now it is 7-6. <laughs> he hit the goalpost. It went through, but he hit the goalpost. 3.57 to go. First half, the blitz lead the general 7-6. We rejoin the action with the start of the fourth quarter and Chicago leading New Jersey 7-6. The blitz have it second down and 13 from their own 17-yard line. These are the statistics. I knew I'd get stuck on that word statistics through the third quarter. 16 yards passing for New Jersey. Well, now you see what you do, though. You take the quarterback losses off of the, the game. Flag is down. As Spencer's got the football moving from a 17-yard line and barely gets across the 20. But as he was in movement, the flag went up and down. Rob Schoep made the stop. That flag was thrown very quickly, just as the play began. Bill White, our referee tonight, and... They've had the flags in the air quite a bit. That's a legal motion charge. And if they take it, it'll be second down and 18 to go. And we'll move the ball back to the 13-yard line or inside of 13, almost to the 12. Now, Shota is saying, I don't want it. Illegal motion on the offense. Big flying before down. They'd rather have a third down and 13 than second down and 18. Now, Willis and Dennison is coming in. Official say fourth down, can't third down. It's got to be third down. So they'll give give Spencer give Spencer the gain across the 20 yard line and say it's third down and nine. Landry swings it out. Spencer there, but he's not going to get the first down. Shy by about a yard, a yard and a half. And George Allen is not going to gamble there. I said, Spencer, it is Kevin Long, number 48, not 46. 
And so Frank Corral comes back in to kick the ball away. And apparently, and here comes a big series of downs coming up for the Generals. Bobby Scott with that calf sprain may not be back tonight. Certainly did not play at all in the third quarter. And they discovered a running back by the name of Herschel Walker. <laughs> from the left side and Corral never had a shot. Jim, the official threw that little white thing that marks the ball. Let's take a look at it. Is it Moody that gets it? Yeah, it is Keith Moody that gets it. Number 21. Joyce is going to get the ball. Now, let's just see if anybody touches him when he's on the ground. He's on the ground. People are falling over top of him. Nobody touched him. Joyce gets up and a touchdown. So that's a good call. <laughs> Nobody good did call. touch him. Let's see if there was one man in the vicinity. But he was he went over top of a blocker. Take a look at it. Keith Moody, number 21, is going to block it. Nobody touches him. Well, Moody paid that hit him right in the face. All right. 47 is Joyce, and he's the guy that picks it up and goes for the They're going to go for the two. And there's Boister looking for his tight end. He's got it. And so it's 14 to 7. The Generals lead. The two point conversion. Boyster, well, I don't know if he's completed any other passes, but this is to Victor Hicks. Schwartz, number 28, is the man that's trying to cover Hicks and never gets out to the outside. Hicks just breaks it off to the outside. Just ran a flat pattern. Was wide open. Hit him for the touchdown. You know, Boyster is 0 for 3. That won't count on the statistics ball because it's a point after a touchdown conversion. But he'll remember that he completed that. <laughs> he'll remember to Victor Hicks. And now Dave Jacobs. Second kickoff. And there's Willis. Now, remember, he's very dangerous. But down he goes as he crosses the 25-yard line. And now Greg Landry and company that had all the field position in the world in the third quarter and came away with nothing. Now do not have that good a field position. It's not bad, 26-yard line. But they got to manufacture something because the generals lead by seven points. Here's Jacobs. He's lifting. He's the field goal kicker in the kickoff, man. You know the man that made the tackle on the kickoff? Olander, the punter. <laughs> Why not? Corral made one earlier. For the blitz. First down. That's Spencer, and man, is he dragged down and put down by number 59, Maurice Clemens. They told us he was the big hitter out of Kent State, and he had a big hit there. They're booing. I hear them. They're booing. A big crowd of Soldier Field Chicago for their blitz and the debut of Herschel Walker here. And thus far, Walker's had the good night. Look at that crowd. And I'll repeat again, under balmy weather on the north side of Chicago with the lakefront just a couple of hundred yards from us. This is the perfect conditions to just freeze. But tonight, it's very warm and nice. Landry's, for the Chicago fans, their team is losing. Landry should start throwing the ball and throw the short stuff because New Jersey's going to give it to him now. The little short out pass. Uh-oh, left guard simply straightened up. Simply straightened up. Kari Lirenko just 
Number 69 just straightened up, and that's going to make it second down and 15. False start. Number 69 on the offense. He's... Mr. White, the official, has talked a little bit more than we have, I think, in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's been on camera more than anybody else. Doug Dennison has come in. He's a good receiver coming out of the backfield, remember. He's not carried the ball tonight, but he's been thrown to several times. Caught one. Two wide receivers right. Dennison in the backfield. Johnson to the left. Second down, 15. Landry, a deep drop. Steps up. Fires the ball. And on the sidelines over there is number 88, Wayman Buggs. And he has got the first down. And no penalty. Isn't that amazing? He is right on the marker. That ball is sitting right on the marker. That's just what he did. He went to the marker and turned around. Well, 53 left in this ball game. Bugs comes to the left and Jermaine Johnson right. First down from the 36. saving tackle at the 33-yard line. And Landry has brought him back in a space of two passes, two for two. Jim, the pass is there. They've already seen it, but watch the move that Tremaine Johnson makes after he catches the football. Pass is there. Watch this move. He'll hesitate and back to the outside. He can see the whole field. And it, you said if he can split it, one more move and he's gone. Keith oh. Moody saves the touchdown. All at the 31-yard line after a 31-yard pickup. Do it again. Landry. Spencer. Spencer. Inside the 25. Down to the 23. With Roy Costick hanging on. I think I called Mr. Costick Roy again. Second time, Ray. I'm sorry. All right. Let's watch Spencer. We said that he's running tentatively. They're not happy with it. But watch what he's doing here. He's juking and dancing. Waiting for the hole to open up. He's a smarter runner than I'll ever be, or ever was. So I guess he knows what he's doing, but he still, to me, looks like he's not running with authority. Eleven and a half minutes to go. Chicago down by seven, but in a big drive now. Here is Spencer. Spencer may have the first down at the 20-yard line, with Maurice Clemens hanging on. They put it at the 20. That means it's got to be a first down. Four receptions. He leads the USFL in receiving 70 yards. He's got 42 receptions on the year. Three wide receivers. Lenny Willis comes in. Ricker goes out. Bugs goes with Willis to the right. Johnson comes to the left. Landry, ball on his hip now. tackle if he doesn't catch him for touchdowns he gets him very close first and goal to go the ball at the two wayman bugs number 88 jim was standing in the end zone all by his by himself there was a missed coverage they had a supposed to thought it they had a double coverage on the outside the short man never went with him and bugs was standing in the end zone all by himself i'm sure landry sorry i missed him but he'll take what he got <laughs> oh sure he will first 
down from the two-yard line. 14-7 New Jersey, and the Blitz have really blitzed them in this drive with Landry. Landry, Spencer holding on, dragging, and out of bounds with Mike Williams hanging on for dear life. Second down and goal to go. I talked about Spencer running tentatively. He does have a sore ankle. We do know that. But you talk about the power in his legs. Watch how far he drags Williams. Now, that's the six-yard line right there. Now, Williams is hanging on to his shirt. Watch where he ends up. At the one. Moody did a good job of helping out. his seventh touchdown rushing. He is just one by Herschel Walker, who has eight. And Jim, you call it right. He was stopped at the one-yard line. Take a look at the drive of Kevin Long. Right here, he's stopped. There's just no place for him to go. But he found a place. Clemens, number 59, was there. Kevin Long just turned back to the outside and picked up the touchdown. Now, look, they're going for one point to tie the game. Remember when Ray Yacht of Washington went for two against the Generals, and it didn't work out as they missed it. Corral goes to tie the game, and he has tied the game. It is 14-all, 9.53 left in the game. 14-all, Kevin Long with that touchdown and the extra point by Corral. Ties it. All right, Long is going to, I call it continuous effort. I don't like to say second effort because it seems like he quit on the first effort. Clemens was in there, number 59, but Kevin Long just keeps driving. He keeps moving. All right, there it is. You see Clemens, 59 in there. Kevin Long is stopped, but he turns his body and gets over the goal line. Thomas Lott, the man deep, 74 yards, and most of those were on the arm of Greg Landry. And Jermaine Johnson made some big catches. Ball is up in the air, taken by Coffey. And Coffey turns the corner. Good return there, and is bumped out of bounds across the 30-yard line. Where does first and 10? 25-yard return. And we'll point out again that there I have. You take a look at Walker. He needs five more yards to take a little lead. I will point out again that uh, Washington elected to go for two points to go ahead with about ten minutes to go. About the same amount to go against this ball club, New Jersey, a week ago. And it didn't work out for them. They lost by one point. Now George Allen has tied it, but he's got almost ten minutes even now to win it on a field goal. Yeah, the fans were booing, but you take the tie now, and then you worry about winning the game later on. Put down the last five minutes. Moisture because... He's going to give it a look at Walker. He's got some running room. He's got a first down. A flag goes down as Walker goes out of bounds. Flag is down way back at the 35-yard line. Walker went out at the 49-yard line of the Chicago Blitz. You know what you have? An illegal block by number 86, McConaughey. And they'll bring the ball back. They put those arms out straight out from the shoulders. You'll know that's what it was. Clip nope, a clip. Yeah, that, which is an illegal block, but that's not the same call. The Walker had a first down, was in the territory of the Chicago Blitz, and had taken over the USFL league lead, and there's a clip. And it's all negated. 
That was 19 more yards. Back, back. We're 84 in the offense. 84. I uh, don't see an 84 in my roster in the offense. 86 is what it is. There's no 84 there. Oh, it is first down and 18 to go. Ball back at the 25. That's Brodsky in motion. And here comes Boyster putting it out here. And the ball hit the defensive back. It was intended for Sam Bowers, a tight end. But it hit Don Schwartz, a defensive back. And it's third down. I'll make that second down in 18. Schwartz, you're going to see him. He'll turn at the last second, and the ball hits him in the head. It's a good thing he didn't put his arms up because he would have been called for pass interference. But take a look at it. He'll turn his head, and bang, right off the noggin. That'll ring your bell. Nine minutes, 26 seconds to go. 14 apiece. Walker has gained 108 yards, even though that 19-yard carry was nullified by the clip. Four straight game of better than 100 yards. Boyster. Oh, it is caught and gotten up again. That is Schwartz. Flag is down also. Oh, hold on. watching Bill White. He is the referee and he's going to say holding against New Jersey. You know what they're going to do with that? Say, no, sir. We want the football. And so the Blitz have a chance again. This is when you intercept a pass, Jim, and you're on the ground. You shouldn't get back up again. <laughs> you're supposed to. I, I know that. But watch what happens to Schwartz after he intercepts the pass. All right, he catches the ball. He falls down. Watch the shot he takes when he gets back up. Now he's back on his feet. That shield's telling him to get up. And he said, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> and that's Herschel Walker that gave him that shot. That's right. Ball at the 44-yard line of New Jersey, 14-all. Let's for the golden opportunity here. Landry looking for Jermaine Johnson and overthrows him. Johnson in the foot race down the sidelines with a talented man, Mike Williams, and the flag is down back at the 48. And it might be roughing Landry because Landry's down on the ground. That's what it is. One of the big complaints from the Chicago people in the front office is the fact that, the, that Landry in last week's game got nailed after the ball was thrown a lot of times. And they're saying the one thing that the officials are not doing, and that's protecting the quarterbacks. Of course, George Allen has a lot Michael of complaints. Roughing <laughs> the passer, number 53 on the defense, first down. Well, that's a big turnaround there also because incompleted pass takes another down off the clock. Ball out at midfield. Instead, it's a 29-yard line. Looked like McKibben, the linebacker, might have done it. And it's a first down at the 29-yard line for the Blitz. And that is Kevin Long getting down to the 25-yard line with Tom Woodland hanging on. Along with Maurice Clemens, number 71 and 59. And I think you can see Eric Johnson also up in on the tackle. So it'll be second down and five to go. Clock continuing to run. It's long down below the nine-minute mark now. 14 apiece. Willis goes wide to the right for Maine Johnson to the left. Picks up a couple of yards, and that is all. And there's that man again, Maurice Clemens, making the big hit. But now it is third down. 
This would be interesting if they come close to the first down, whether they would go for a field goal or whether George Otto would simply go forward with the danger of not getting it. But, of course, that's all predicated on what happens here on third down and four to go. Remember, they moved the ball in that last drive by the pass. And they're going to throw it third down. I, I would imagine they're going to throw the football. And that is Clemens again. Ball was knocked away from Landry, and the Generals have held on. 7.47 to go in the game, and it's a tie, 14-all. Jersey's in a blitz. You're going to see Caustic. He is the guy, number 55, that really hits Landry first, that, that knocks the ball away. Landry read the blitz. He was going to throw the ball at Tremaine Johnson on the outside, and then you see number 59, Clemens, is a man that gets the fumble. 14-all, ball down at the 33-yard line. Bobby Scott not in there. That spring cap obviously will prevent him from playing again. So Dave Boyster's the man throwing out here. And that ball is knocked up in the air, incomplete. Never got out of the backfield. It is second down and 10 in this tie ball game. Jim, why would you start throwing the football when Herschel Walker has already gained over 100 yards and he's moving the ball up and down the field? Well, I can only say that it's being called from the sidelines, not by Dave Boyster. It's being sent in by Chuck Fairbanks and his crew. Exactly. Whether you argue with it or not, that's where they're coming from. And he's going to throw again. Across the middle, and the ball is caught, and the flag is down. I think Luther Bradley is going to be called for hanging on to Walker in an inappropriate manner. Well, Luther Bradley really had no choice because Herschel Walker is so big and so wide, he couldn't get around him. Pass interference on Luther Bradley, number 27. Big difference there because it's going to make it an automatic first down and give them added yardage because the play itself only gained about four or five yards. All right, here's Herschel coming. Now watch where he gets his body between the defender and the ball. He's right there, Bradley. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, that's, that's not pass looked, interference. That looked to me like a pretty good hit by Bradley at an appropriate time, but it is going to be instead. Pass interference, number 27 on the defense. First down. First down moves it out to the 48-yard line. That was good Well, pass you defense. win some and you lose some. Yeah, at that, that time, the generals won and the blitz lost. Now you give the ball back to Herschel. They were throwing deep in their own territory. Let's see what they do at midfield. On a throw again. Got a man down on a good pattern, and Brodsky makes the good catch. Inside the 40-yard line with Lance Shields all around him. And that is another first down. And all of a sudden, we're talking about Dave Buster. First year man on a holy cross doing a good job. I said give the ball to Herschel Walker. He's certainly <laughs> going to throw the ball. Brodsky makes a great catch. Watch the extension of his arms. Keeps his eye on the ball, brings the ball inside. You're right, Lance Shields was there, but not quick enough. Herschel Walker has 108 yards, as we told you before, needs three to take over the lead lead and needs a lot, as we said, for the Generals to do well in this game. It's 14-all and time running down to the six-and-a-half-minute mark. Herschel's going to get a chance. Herschel's going to get some yardage. Herschel's going to take some people with him and pick up five or six yards, and that leads the USFL now. Ed Smith made the stop. And it'll be second down and about four to go. He needed three. He got six. 
He's running well. He's been averaging 150 yards, point seven the last three games, and is heading for that again tonight. Fonhurst and Smith, 55 and 56, make the tackle. Fonhurst going to hit him first, right here, and he's going to hit get some help from Smith. But look yeah. at Herschel's drive; just takes Fonhurst another two yards backwards. We're below the six-minute mark, 14 apiece. McConaughey goes wide to the left. Brodsky, who's had a good night, to the right. When you send a tight end on an end around, Victor Hicks, tackled by Stan White, as you see Dave Jacobs across the way. Third down. Jimmy, you don't run that play in this situation. Now don't You're, get mad. I'm mad. You're in a drive. You're moving the ball. You've got second and short yardage. Why run a play that goes all the way back in the backfield, eight or nine yards deep, to try to pick up three yards? The play doesn't make any sense to me, and especially running it to, to Stan Whiteside, who is an experienced linebacker that's going to stay home. Brady's a man in motion on third down and long. Washer, oh, he splits the difference and has his man, Freedy there for the first down. Luther Bradley makes the stop, but the way it looks from here, it is a first down, and I look quickly down and see no flags at all. <laughs> yeah, and a look at that. That's right. Ball at the 26-yard line. Freedy does split the defense, and that Shields and Bradley will be back there 22 and 27, and Boyster, he finds him right in the middle. Watch this. He stops. Shields goes by. There's Bradley with him. That Shields on the ground, number 22. I don't know what's going to happen in this ball game, but I just remember what the Chicago Blitz and their fans are talking about, the fourth quarter blues for Chicago. Here's Herschel. Herschel gets a good look. Herschel steps out of bounds. First down inside the 15-yard line. Lance Shields to run him out, but he got some outstanding blocking at about the 24-yard line. Don Schwartz was just wiped out of there. Schwartz was wiped out. Smith doesn't contain it. Keep him to the inside. Watch Herschel. Carthen, number 33, is getting out. He's going to get Farnhurst in, in the inside. But look at the block on the outside by Wayne Harris, number 64, on Smith, and that's what opened it up. And now, first down at the 14-yard line. Four minutes, 17 seconds left, 14 apiece. Herschel again. Herschel's got some running room again. Oh, he just ripped out of the arms of some tacklers and picks up six or seven yards as he expands his margin of difference over Kelvin Bryant of Philadelphia, but that's not Herschel's big deal tonight. His big deal is put the shoe back on and help him win this football game. 132 yards. Thus far, Jim, on 29 you, carries. And you've got to give an awful lot of credit to the New Jersey's offensive line. They are really doing the job. And again, the fourth quarter blues, are it's hitting the Chicago Blitz. That defensive line is just not doing a job now. Second down and four to go. And Herschel, Herschel down near the five-yard line and has lost the football. And it belongs to the Blitz. Did they blow it dead or not? Nope, they say it belongs to the Blitz. Stan White's the man with the ball. Herschel Walker does all of that. And then for the second time tonight, he fumbles the ball away. 
This game has been a comedy of errors. I'll tell you like it is now. Herschel Walker, he's driving. Look at the late power Herschel Walker. It was supposed to be to the outside. Ehrman, number 74, turns it back to the inside. Shields, I think, is the man, number 22, that knocks the ball away. Stan White gets it. Now, you see Ehrman force him back to the inside. Watch on the outside. No, excuse me. It was 55. Bonhorst that knocks the ball away. Stan White comes out of there with it. It was a good call by the official. It was a fumble. 95 yards to go, Greg Landry and crew. He's going to give it to Spencer, who's going to get a couple of yards. What? Beg your pardon, that's Kevin Long again, number 48, not 46. Clock running. Now, remember, Landry had one long drive using the pass from deep in his own territory to make this ball game. 14-all ball game. Under three minutes to play, Jim. Now, do you take a chance to throw the ball? You've got a 14-14 tire. Do you worry about going into overtime? Well, they have won in overtime before this year. Kevin Long, as a matter of fact, scored the winning touchdown in overtime. Here, yeah, this is Spencer. Running laterally and getting out near the first down. Crossing the 10-yard line. They'll mark it out, let's see, about the 13-yard line. They've got to get across the 15-yard line, so it'll be third down and short. Chuck Fairbanks thought he had it right there until Walker, having a super night, fumbled the football. You know, you see the coaches, they walk up to Walker, and they say, that's okay. Walker knows it isn't okay. You don't have to go up and tell him what he did wrong. He knows what he did wrong. That old pat on the rump doesn't mean a thing. Third down and three to go. See if Landry puts it in the air here, needing just three short yards. Bugs in motion. And nope, he's going to run the football, and it's not going to turn out okay. It's going to be fourth and short. Spencer just could not get the yardage needed to pick it up just short all right here comes Spencer coming to the outside just take a look at him running now he, he's he's hesitating that's Clemens number 59 or is that Clemens 59 yeah Clemens 59 is the guy that slowed him down but Spencer just doesn't and we say this all night does not run with authority wait a minute I'm waiting for the corral to come out there don't tell me that fourth and a yard to go they're waiting for it to run down to two minutes that's what it is that's what they're doing. They're waiting for it to come down to two minutes. So two minutes to play. It is 14 apiece in Chicago. Frank Corral did his job with a 56-yard punt, but Paul McGuire did Thomas Lott do his job? No, he did not. First of all, he lined up on the 50-yard line, thinking that Corral can't kick the ball that far. But look where the ball lands on the 34-yard line. He should have been back deep enough to make the play coming up to the ball and not going away from the ball. Brady in motion. Boister back there to throw across the middle, and it is not caught. Intended there for number 86, McGonaghy. In and out of the arms. Clock stops. 1.47 to go. It is 14-all, and this good crowd in Soldier Field, Chicago, wondering whether or not they're going to miss a little sleep tonight if this one is going to go to overtime. I'm sure that if Chicago could win it in overtime, the loss of sleep would be well worth it for the fans who are here this balmy, balmy evening. Donahay wide left. Brodsky to the right. And here's Boyster. This won't do him much good here. But 
but he's going to get a first down. That will do some good, and I change my mind. That will do him some good because it will stop the clock. They got a timeout. They got a man hurt down there, John Jewell and Kit Lathrop. Both having a tough time. That's Lathrop that's walking off. Jewell is okay. The defense is tired. They are going to move the sticks, and they call timeout, but that was the first down, and they call time, and I would assume that this timeout is charged to the blitz because they had the man down later. So 1.39 to go, and there's Boister, and there's Scott with a calf screen across the way. Was taken out late in the first half and has not been back since. Chuck Fairbanks has been going with Dave Boister, six feet tall, had some brief training camp experience out of Holy Cross in the National Football League. 139, and I'm sure that Dave Jacobs, let's go over this again, Paul. Jacobs is five for eight in field goals. Inside the 39-yard line, in other words, the 29 on in, 39-yard field goal, he's four for five. In the 40 to 49-yard range, he's 0 for two. He's hit one over 50, and I'm sure he just wants to get a chance for one, especially since he missed an extra point. That could have had this 15-14, but they might have just kicked the extra point and make it 14 all anyway. Probably would have. Yeah. First down. Rotsky in motion. Look out, they're coming, and down he goes. Stan White coming from the outside and knocked him from the 40 back to the 30. Well, Boyster thought things were going very, very well, but look at the right of your screen, and from the backside, you're going to see number 52, Stan White. Just label him. And I tell you something, if I'm wrong, it will be an exciting finish. We're going to have overtime. 120 right now to go and counting. They got to come up with a big play. They are 70 yards away. They look for a great Herschel Walker run or maybe Boyster can complete a pass. Going to give it to Herschel Walker and Walker picks up seven or eight of the yards they just lost. But again now we're down to the one minute mark and the clock is still running. Now any other time that would be a good play except when the clock is running out you're under two minutes to give the ball to Herschel Walker because he doesn't pick up the first down and the clock continues to run. Third down and 12 to go, 45 seconds to go in the game. Boyster back. Boyster running, Boyster throwing. Has a man who makes the catch. That is number 86 McConaughey and that will stop the clock at the 42 yard line with 36 seconds to go. And time has been called. Okay, back. 36 seconds to go. Overtime or not? We'll see. 36 seconds. 14-14. This defensive line, I said before, is tired. All right, Joe Ehrman, number 74. Carl Urch, number 71. Hoven is number 63. Ehrman misses. Hoven can't catch up with him. Boyster just hits. Take a look at McConaughey. He's right on the ground. Make sure he catches the football. Now, that did stop the clock, but... New Jersey took a timeout. 19 yard pickup. Dave Jacobs looking on. They got to get the ball another little bit downfield here in order for him to be having any chance at all. McConaughey goes to the left. Brodsky comes to the right. It's first down, 36 seconds to go. Everybody expecting the pass. Boyster back. The blitz is on. Boyster throws and is picked off. And that is Luther Bradley. Out of bounds, 27 seconds to go, and he's got his 10th 
interception, but a flag is down at the 42, and it is against New Jersey. Not against Chicago. How beautiful the sticking must work, and they don't use it in this league, but watch Bradley. Watch him stick his left arm out. The ball hits. Concentration on the ball. Gets the interception. That's his tenth. And he picks up some pretty good yardage, and there's a personal foul on New Jersey. At least that's what the call was. Oh, did that have anything to do with the pass play or not? In other words, is it going to be the distance? They want the ball naturally. Landry's back 27 seconds. Now they're going the other way. Hold it. Hold it, hold it, hold it. They pointed, and you saw foul. Rolfing the passer, number 77 on the defense. It's first down. How about that? Come on. How about that? They pointed to the generals, and they obviously pointed the wrong way because it was Bradley that had the interception take away his tenth, and they must have been pointing at the quarterback. Now Dave Jacobs is getting within his range. They've got 27 seconds to go on a first down. From here, it's a 45-yard field goal. 27 seconds to go. Talk about a turnaround. Marshall Walker doesn't get a thing. They can call time here and do. Nope. Clock is still running, Paul. Now I hear the whistles, and now it stops. But seven seconds went off the clock before they called timeout. I think Stan White didn't know he had a bad game last week. Watch number 52 come into your picture again. He's the guy that's going to hit him right there. Stan White gets off of Carthen and makes the tackle on Herschel Walker. Beautiful play by the defensive linebacker. Well, what do you think? One or two more plays before they try the field goal. Well, if you're going to... If I'm not mistaken, if New Jersey took the timeout, I think that's their last. So that means that he's got to put the ball in the air. Now, Will Fairbanks, now, see, when you see him hesitate like that, he's not lost for words. He's just listening to the people that are sitting right next door to us, and they're the guys that are calling the play. Well, I don't know what they're calling, but if he does throw the ball, to me, he's got to throw it long so he can get either the first down to stop the clock or long interception that stops the clock because I don't think he can throw short and have enough time with only 17 seconds on the clock right now to complete a pass inside the 10-yard mark and be able to get the field goal team on there if they've used up their last timeout. Okay, now, the defense, they're going to be looking for the short out patterns, anything to the outside, or long to the outside. The middle will be open, and you have to remember one thing. Never mind, forget it all, Jacobs is on the field. Well, that's what they were listening to. Now remember, let's go back again from the 40 to 49-yard marker, and this will be 44 yards. He is 0 for 2. He's never hit one from here this year. Stan White's trying to call timeout, and they won't let him do it. 44 yards away, 17 seconds to go. From 44 yards out, it is no good. Off to the right, Jacobs jumps up and down and yells, and now the official pushes. Jacobs away from him. <laughs> You're not allowed to push the players. He did. I, I don't know if he's going to call a flag or not because Jacobs was there in his face. I think all the jumping up and down is what Jacobs was complaining about. Well, that, they're allowed to do. You can do sure. anything on defense as long as you don't go across the line of scrimmage. But does the ball go through? Take a look at it. It faded just tell. at the end. No, I can't tell. It. Now watch Jacobs afterwards. He thinks it clears before it fades to the right. Now watch Jacobs. Oh, he says he's got it. He now, thinks. now he's wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
Look at he's got his hands on the official. I, I tell you, they could call him right there, but the official's <laughs> laughing. He kind of pushed him away and said no. 11 seconds to go. We're headed for overtime. We came that close. And they just run the ball out. The missed to take it down. Four, three, two, one. And we are in overtime here on Monday night. For the first time that I've been on a telecast, and Paul is putting up two fingers for himself. <laughs> Second time. Second time. I, Tampa Bay at Denver. I, that's my, my, that was my first Saturday night game. And here we go again. And now they will have the toss of the coin. And we'll start all over. And, of course, whoever scores, that is it. The game is won. But David Jacobs had his opportunity, and it wasn't by much that he missed winning this ball game 17-14. He thought he had won it. Let's go back and talk about something I've been talking about earlier, the defensive line for Chicago. Can they hold up with Herschel Walker running the way Herschel Walker has been running? And, of course, give credit to the Jersey offensive line. Tonight, they have put it together. And, and if we can go back and look at this game, we'll go to the point toss first. As he calls. Oh, tails. As it is. He calls tails. What you call him? Tails. He calls tails. He calls tails. Christian cheat. He said tails. Tails. Which way you want him to say tails? You just blew it. He calls tails. I can't believe what I've just seen and heard. Stan White, Landry, Ed Brown. Veterans all after Bill White. 14 all back in a moment. Jim Simpson, Paul McGuire. Now, there were three <laughs> veterans out there. Greg Landry, 14 years. Stan White, who's been in the league 11 years. Eddie Brown in the league six years. And to a man, they said that Bill White blew the call and they should be getting the ball. Well, they are not. What happened was Keith Moody said tails. The official said heads. He said, you called heads. Stan White said, Moody, you're a Christian. Tell him the truth. And Moody said, we'll take Woody, the ball. Moody was on the he side. Said, he said, we'll take the ball. Then the officials said that they were receiving the other way. And now they're back receiving this way. So here's Corral. And this is Thomas Lott going into the end zone, and he's not going to bring it out. Going so coming out to the 20-yard line. First team that scores. Any kind of score at all. Safety. Touchdown. Field goal. This ball game is over. <laughs> the big crowd at Soldier Field Chicago has been witnessing not a game of uh, what I want to say great fundamental successes on the part of nearly anybody except some notable exceptions. Stan White has played a remarkable game. Herschel Walker, despite his two fumbles, has played a good game. There have been good some plays. And this young man here, Dave Boister, is trying to play the game of his young life in the USFL. Walker's not going to go anywhere. Not going to go anywhere. Junior, are you and friends were there? I still love the remark of Stan White when he said to Keith Moody, "You're a Christian." <laughs> <laughs> oh. This has been some ball game. Soldier Field, Chicago. And can you imagine overtime if you had your usual lakefront springtime frigid weather that you can get? This has been a pleasure tonight, weatherwise, to be here. There goes McConaughey out wide to the left. Brodsky to the right. Second down, 10. Marshall Walker got a block.
tackler in front of him, but he's bumped out of bounds by Luther Bradley across the way. Bradley, in this topsy-turvy helter-skelter game, has had his 10th interception of the year taken away from him. And it was a great interception. You know, the one thing, Jim, it's tough enough trying to figure out, after talking to the coaches and the players and the PR people, what they're trying to do. But the toughest part tonight is trying to figure out what the officials are trying to do. <laughs> I tell you. For example, on that Bradley touch of interception, they threw a flag and pointed toward the generals. Now, maybe they're pointing toward the quarterback spot, but you, talk, you point toward the team. Exactly. Here's Boyster. It's fourth down. It's fourth down. Boyster doesn't make it. Barnhorst and Herman all there. Herman getting up. They'll have to kick the ball away to the dangerous Lenny Willis. Herman is still laying down. Boyster comes back to the outside. That's Lurch is missing him. But look at Herman. He is still hustling. Barnhorst, number 55, is also there. Joe Herman gets kicked in the head by Lurch. And that's what the problem is. He said, I'm all right. I used to want to go back in on defense for a while. <laughs> Herman, the veteran of all those years with the Colts and then some years with the Lions, 10 years in the National Football League. There's Lenny Willis. He is very dangerous. And Scott Olander to kick the ball away. They're in overtime at 14-all. And Sport, no, he's going to let it bounce. And it's going to go the other way. Out of bounds at the 47-yard line. And now Landry and company. Come on the field to try to get within at least field goal range for Frank Corral, if not go all the way. 33-yard punt. Jim, and they're moving this ball. They should move the ball back to the 49. Here's Olander, and this is a bad kick. When you need to have it, the rush is not on. But Sam Sop, number 27, touched the ball. Yeah, they are going to move it. Thank you very much. They had it marked at the other at the 47 of Chicago, but they moved it to the 49 of uh New Jersey because Sop did touch the ball. Good call by the officials. Thank you. Bugs to the left and Tremaine Johnson to the right. Time is not the problem. They're in overtime. Landry going in. Not caught by Ricker. Off his fingertips a tight end inside the 20-yard line. Keith Moody was with him, but the ball was on the hands of Paul Ricker, stretching as he fell down just on the hand this ball was about a half a yard too long take a look at landry puts it out he got ricker the tight end he has not been throwing the ball to him once i think so far in this game but it's right off his fingertips moody comes in and puts the hit on him but ricker that's a tough catch second down from the 49 yard line overtime Trying to get there in a hurry again. Has his man here, and that's a good catch by Bugs, but it's a good catch out of bounds by Bugs. And so it's third down and ten. He was in midair and came down out of bounds. Let me explain the call. Had he been hit and forced out, then they would have called the ball good. But take a look at it right here. Bugs is in the air. He's going to come down out of bounds. He can't come down inbounds. Williams hits him afterwards. Now, had Williams hit him, before he was out of bounds, they would have marked the ball there. It would have been a completed pass because he didn't have the opportunity to come down inbounds. Does that make sense? I understood you. <laughs> okay. Third down and ten. I understood it, but I don't know if anybody else. Now Dennison is in there. Landry's gone deep twice now. Wants to go home quickly. Landry steps up, now has a man. But that's not going to be enough right there. 
for the first down. Kevin Long caught the ball, but it's fourth down on short yardage, and they're bringing Corral onto the field, and they'll kick the ball away. Now Corral is off the field. Now he's going on the field. He's out there. You don't have any choice. You put him back in the hole again. Your defense oh, sure. was doing very well on that one series of downs. He'll punt the ball from his to his left-hand side. 14-all overtime live on ESPN from Soldier Field, Chicago. Well, aiming. Whoops, hold it. This may really put him in. They're going to mark it on the one. Mark it on the one. What a job by Corral. 14-all. The General's in the hole. in this overtime and the ball at the one yard line for the generals the voice to the quarterback this was a great kick by corral but watch lance all right lance shields is the guy that's going to catch him 57 that field he just grabs him and pulls him back he said wait a minute don't go in the end zone almost knocked him in shields was there stopped great kick that was a close call whether or not he was over broken that plane and dragged back carries the ball out for a yard. Now, I'll tell you the quandary. These teams are in trying to win this ball game in overtime. Ours is a much more enjoyable job than out there fighting, getting our heads knocked together. But Paul and I must pick the men and MVP. Now, if you go with the blitz at this moment, and we've got a man firmly in mind, and Herschel Walker breaks at 98 yards for a score, you pick the wrong man. But if you go for Herschel Walker, and there's a great defensive player by the play that player that we think has done a good job for the blitz defense, we picked the wrong man. So we will just wait and tell you. It won't be a man that will score the winning touchdown. We have two men in mind, and I've given you one of their names, Herschel Walker. Can a game end on a safety in overtime? Yeah, yes, sir. Here's Herschel Walker and just gets out of the end zone. Just gets out of the end zone. I said, can the game end on the safety in overtime? Take a look at it. Schwartz is there. He's forcing that Schwartz there. Number 22 is Shields again. And almost got Herschel in the, in the backfield. Smith, number 56, also there. Third down from the one-yard line. And remember, Scott Olander in his first game is sitting saying, come on, guys, get it out of there. Straight ahead, I believe that was Coffee in there. It might have been Cawthorn. Let's see the number when he gets up. And it's neither of those. It's Dwight Sullivan down at the bottom. That carried the football. And now Scott Olander has to kick the ball away. All right, Jim, he's only going to have a left. Normally, the punter stands 15 yards deep. He is only going to be able to stand about 11 yards. The ball is on the two. He's got to get himself up because if he takes that one step back, you see that line? He steps on it. He's out of the zone. All right, he's, on, he's safe. Taking the ball away. Willis will take it at the 36. They'll be in great field position no matter what he does. And he's down inside the 30. They're in good field position already. 10-30-30 to go in overtime. It's 14-all. And the Blitz have a real shot here. <laughs> Moon over Soldier Field, Chicago. Live on ESPN. 14-all. 
Corral warming up on the sidelines. And, of course, he'll take it if Landry can get him in before he has to come out. Quick pitch back. And this is Spencer. Spencer gets inside the 25, down to about the 21. In field goal range now, let us start checking what Corral has done. He has not had a kick from 19 yards on in. He is two for two in the 20 to 29 yard average, but now he'd have to kick it over 30, and he's only one for four between 30 and 39 yards. And he's already missed one in this game. That's right. All right. He Remember, missed one of 34 yards. Remember now, that ball's on the 20, so the ball goes automatically back seven yards. That's where they kick from. So that'd be 27 and add 10 to the end zone. That's 37 yards from here. We're still going to carry the ball. Dennison is in there, and straight ahead goes Spencer. Check that long. Boy, that 46 and 48. He ain't putting it up again. Time, remember, no factor at all. We are in overtime. That's first down. And they're right in front of the goalpost. Well, there's no hurry here at all to try to go ahead and get some people on the field. They can just keep running this ball straight ahead if they want to, to just get down to fourth down if it comes to that, and then let Corral come in and try to win it. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to keep you up to date on how far the field goal will be. This would be a 37-yard field goal from where they are. There's no sense of taking a chance when you don't have to. There's Spencer, but he's caught in the backfield. Line play by Ricky Williamson, a rookie out of Mars Hill, North Carolina College. Fresh bodies in the game. Ricky Williamson, he's just going to fire across. Nobody blocks him. And the man that did block was long. He didn't get a block on him. And Ricky Williamson, there's a loss. Now, okay, I'll tell you where it is. This is going to, this would be a 39-yard field goal. Those people have been maybe perhaps turning off for television sets or saying it all belongs to Corral and company. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. It's not over yet. Another running play, and this is not going to get too much. That is Kevin Long. Got it back down near the 20, but now it is going to be third down, so they got another shot to get a little bit closer for Corral. John Joyce made the stop. 14-14, they played about six and a half minutes of this overtime period in Chicago. Well, if they're going to run the ball, you know they're going to run the ball. I would think you would run the ball up the middle to keep the ball in the middle of the field. But those hash marks in the middle field aren't that far apart anyway. Bugs to the right, Jermaine Johnson to the left, and Landry runs it up the middle for a couple of yards, and now it is up to Frank Corral, who is busting onto the field. <laughs> busting? Walking. Yeah, kind of, oh, trot, little half trot. All right, remember, he has missed one of 34 yards, and this is going to be about 35 yards. And New Jersey should take a timeout and have Mr. Corral think about him a little bit. So he is on the season one for five in a 30 to 39 yard margin. So the percentages are that he would miss, but some would say, hey, wait a minute, since he's one for five percentages, this time he'll hit it. If he hits it, the ball game is over. New Jersey's two and six, and the Blitzer five and three. 35 yards out, the kick is no good! No good! <laughs> Can you believe it? He has missed 34 and 35-yard field goals. And we're still in overtime. And after the kick down to the one-yard line, the generals get out of it. 
They certainly do. All right. I don't like this team. Never have, never will. Corral, take a look at He knew he missed the right at the beginning. He's just trying to turn. turn. Oh. It's still 14 all. Difference is the generals have the football. George Allen must be wondering and thinking of the days when a fellow by the name of Mark Mosley was winning games for him with the Washington Redskins. All right, let's take a look at it. Now, this is from the end zone shot. Corral knew. He knows he missed it. Watch this thing. He pushes it out to the right. I mean, it wasn't even close. He was many yards to the right. Meanwhile, the Generals, without their first-string quarterback, want to get in for Jacobs to have another try. Marshall Walker. inside the 15 back to the 14 second down 16 he keeps this up he's going to lose that lead again that's right well the defense Jim you and I talked on the break can this defense hold up now they know that the one man that's going to carry the ball if they're going to run the play is going to be Herschel Walker the other thing now is they get, you've got to play pass and what Bush has been throwing are the, are the, the down and outs about 16 yards, and that's where I'd be playing. He's not been throwing the ball. Oh, he bumped into his own man as he made the handoff and still going is Carthen. Carthen almost took Boyster's head off when he handed the ball to him, and Livers made the stop. You said the only guy in the backfield that's going to carry the ball is... That's right. Is, is but you're right. Boyster does almost get his head taken off going in there. Stan White misses Carthen. This man is running. He hasn't, well, he hasn't run all night long, but about uh, four or five times, so he should be fresh. Third down, two to go. The ball out on the 28-yard line. Backs are split, 14-all, overtime. Oh, the right guard looked like Wayne Harris stood up. We've had a few of those. Procedural calls tonight. Ball start, number 64 on the offense. That's Wayne Harris again. That'll move it back instead of third down and a couple. It's third down and seven. This changes the play again. Brodsky comes in with the play. Nickel defense by Chicago. Brown comes in. The biggest play of the night has been the blocked kick. Look at these penalties. penalties. 23. 23. Oh. oh, well over 200 yards again as it was last week down in Tampa Bay, Paul. Oh, now the left tackle stood up. Is that Murtha? That's Murtha. Murtha stood up. That'll be another five. They did have, remember, third down and two. They've since lost, or will have lost, 10 yards. Ball start, number 78. Would you say 23 penalties? Add one. Right. <laughs> but I mean, from third down and two, when you got a real shot for the first down with a man like Herschel Walker, the third the down third and seven, down. the third down and 12. Both on procedural calls of the offensive line moving before the snap of the ball. Chuck Fairbanks, he's got to be just going crazy. Both coaches are. I've, I've never seen, well, I guess we have. Down at Tampa, we saw it too. But the mistakes, mental errors. These are mental errors. Brady is in there as a third wide receiver. Boyster being pursued and in trouble and gets the ball away, throwing it toward Brodsky, who wants a call against Lance Shields for pushing him but will not get it. They'll have to kick the ball away. 
And that'll bring out Lenny Willis again and put Scott Olander on the hot spot again. I'll tell you, it, Kit Lathrop was really humping for the quarterback. This guy, and you know he's tired. He's been out there an awful long time. Number 70, the defensive right tackle, and he had the heat from behind on Boyster. Let's face it, this ball game started about three and a half hours ago. The rush is not on. Willis tracks it down, and it's going to go out of bounds. At, let's see, the 47 and a half yard, 48 and a half yard line. 14 all in overtime. Jim Simpson, Paul McGuire, we're at Soldier Field, Chicago, live. And on the East Coast, it's well past the witching hour of midnight, well past 12.30. And the ball game continues on in overtime. But time now becomes a little bit of a factor, a little bit more than six minutes to go in the overtime. Landry fires it to Dane Johnson inside the 35-yard line. First down. Gee, he is a good-looking receiver. Got the speed. Sometimes he's let the ball go through his hands tonight, but not here. Take a look at this little quick post pattern. Tremaine Johnson sees Noel is way off from number 37. And Tremaine Johnson just breaks it off to the inside in front of the safety, in front of the corner, how far they're playing off. That's Moody coming up and missing the tackle. Tremaine Johnson went down and picked up extra yardage. I guess Landry figures I better take it down there myself. This time another quick one for Tremaine Johnson. One-on-one, -on -one, he gets it from behind. The man that got it from behind is John Joyce, a linebacker, peeling back. But that's about nine more yards. Takes it inside the 25 to the 24. That again. Well, I'm looking for Frank Corral to warm up, and he is not warming up at the moment. Wade Johnson, he's a leading receiver in the USFL. Only needed three. He's gotten six. Second down and short. Corral saying, why don't you get a touchdown? Because <laughs> I don't want to try this again. They got a touchdown, though. Head for the exit. They don't kick the extra point. There's your first down. And down goes Spencer at the 20-yard line with the first down. A lot of this big crowd has remained despite the late hour. Spencer's been getting hit in every single part of his body. Watch this now. He's just following the guard up into the hole, but he's going to get clipped right there on the knees. But he's back in the game. He's all right. All up to 20. It is a first down. Bugs to the right. Tremaine Johnson to the left. Landry thanks for Tremaine Johnson. Now better put it up and does and throws it out of bounds. Way over the head of Johnson. Had to. And Landry, I think, took a belt. By number 59, Maurice Clemens again. <laughs> Come on, Greg. You're 36 years old. Now, you can tell now that there, a lot of those seats have been emptied. You can see the yellow spots where they were all full before, but it is quite late. Chicago 4-3-0. Oh. If they win in the Central Division, they would remain one game behind Tampa Bay. There's Corral. Missed those two field goals tonight. Sure, I'd like to see a screen pass. They haven't done it all night long. Johnson on the far side. Bugs coming this way. That is a running play that's not going to get much. Not going to get much. But they are down where Corral may take another shot. Spencer took another shot. By Rod Choke, number 56. 
is third down and eight. Get something here. Corral will have to take the shot. Landry puts it in. Not, I don't know if he's got the first down or not. Clemens makes the stop, and he may have the first down. Kevin Long out of the backfield. They're marking it at about the 11 and a half yard line. And they got to get it past the 11. That's the way I see it. Now they put the ball at the 10 and a half yard line. And I guess my depth perception, but here comes Frank Corral. Listen to the reception he's getting. He's going to go from a goat to a hero. He has missed two tonight, 34, 35 yards. Again, if he makes this, it's two and six for the Generals. It's five and three for the Blitz. 27 yards. 27 yards. He has got it. It's over. Frank Corral has won it on the 27-yard field goal. It will tell you who the men in MVP is now because of his fine defensive work coming off a horrible game last week. Played smart, made big plays. Stan White, the linebacker, number 52. The game has been won by Corral, but he's only one for three tonight, but made this one. Just watch his reaction. He'll tell you it all. Get his head down, follow through, and yes, sir. That's it. So the $1,000 will be given to Stan White to give the college a university of his choice for Menon. And Paul McGuire, it's been a long night in overtime. The Blitz have beaten the New Jersey Generals and Herschel Walker. And Herschel Walker had a great game. He really did, except for one thing. They're going to remember the two fumbles, not the total yardage.